Alright, let's go! Tim, what do we got this week? Well, Cindy, I think everybody wants to know, Dad, what'd you think? Morgan Riley got five games. Well, five games, what they usually do, well, you had to give them five games because of the stick, but usually they have an appeal and they get down to two or three, somewhere down in there. And that's what I thought they would do, would get down to two or three, but he's going to serve the whole five games and it doesn't look like they need him. Yeah, that's right. They're playing pretty good without him and Traveris, who's got the flu. So he, Keith might be saying, well, Morgan, why don't you take a couple more days off? You know, that happened to me with Park. Park is, was the best defenseman in the in the National Hockey League. And I remember I had him, and he, he had a sore knee, and it was the last play of the game in Halifax. I'll never forget it. So he, he pulled a leg of it or something. I don't know. If it, but anyhow... He was coming back, and I said, "Well, just take another couple of days, keep yeah, him under the lineup, because we were in a we were in a hot streak." Yeah, and and I and I played him in um, Washington, and I figure Washington of all teams, it was a bad team. I remember I said, "Now don't fool around with the puck; just get it, and move it." No, you had to do it the same way, and I threw a towel at him. <laughs> Yeah, and the towel landed on him, and it was not nice. Well, that's and, not nice. And, you know, he just wanted to come back and play, and here I'm throwing a towel at him. Anyhow. You know what I want to say, though, about that that whole thing was, you know, the guy from from uh, Ottawa, Greg, I hear they saying, well, you know, he's a young kid. He's, he's not a kid. He's 21 years old. Yeah. That's old in hockey. Yeah. And he played for Brandon Wheat Kings. So he would know better. You're not. You mean the guy? That, mean the guy that, that, that rightfully that took the shot. That, yeah, uh, took, the, the, took the heavy shot. And I, I felt like saying, like you know, if he was in Brandon, imagine doing that in Moose Jaw. Yeah. What well, would happen? Well, so he knew better. Well, he knew better. He, he, you know what he was doing? He was just doing it to the fans that were going, "Let's go Leafs, let's go Leafs, let's go Leafs, let's go Leafs," and he was just he was doing it to them. That's what he was doing it to. So, Dad and Cindy, uh, you were over watching the game last night, and um, I couldn't believe Jack Hughes. <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly, I, I cannot believe he'll have he'll have that following him for the next twenty years if he plays twenty years in the league. He'll have that following him. What was what did he say? So what happened was, I guess I, I forget who he got in it with, and they were kind of pushing and shoving, and he, they both got penalties. And in the penalty box, Jack Hughes said. People come. People pay to see me play. Yeah. <laughs> and they caught it on camera. And yeah, you could, you, yeah. Could, you, you could see it play. But you can imagine that people pay money to see me play. <laughs> In other words, they don't see they don't, me to they, be pushing a slug like you around. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. I I often wonder that he'll have that uh, statement follow him around for the rest of his life, yeah. and it'll be a joke. But it's not a joke. Yeah. We saw him play. I think he played for the Toronto. I don't know if he played for the Marlies when he was 15. And he was good, but I didn't, we didn't think he would be as didn't good. Didn't think he'd be as good as he is. No. Speaking of that, uh, last, yesterday I watched in Boston and uh, L.A., Brent Clark, who we watched, oh. defenseman for uh, Don Mills. Nobody nobody ever scored a better goal than that in, in, in 100 years. Nobody ever got a better goal than that. Right. For his first goal, he got a penalty in overtime in Boston, came out of the box, 
and got, they, got, got a breakaway, and he went he forehand, the backhand, forehand, and in yeah. for the winner. And I mean, it, it's like you you can't, if you couldn't script a better no, first goal. No, you couldn't do it any better than that. And what was his name? Brent Cl- Brant Clark. Brent Clark, uh, okay. For, remember uh, that name now, and uh, we'll we'll always remember him getting his first goal. Yep, yeah, and Trent Frederick for Boston got a Gordie Howe hat trick. Yeah. Not, an, not, not a pure Gordie Howe hat no, trick. No, because the Gordie got, got his in one, one period. Okay, Dad, I, I saw the clip of uh, our friend John Tortorella he said, calling the league uh, dumb, and you were well, you were pretty agreeing uh, no, with him. I, I said... I said the defense was dumb, and the defense is dumb. I don't know about the forwards, though. Forwards, to me, look like they're pretty good. And the goaltender is excellent, but I defense, forget it. Do you think that's because they're so young coming into the league? When you think about it, is there any other sport, professional sport, that the that professionals come in at such a young age? Yeah, at eighteen years old. Who was the guy that was in Kingston? That was oh yeah, it was older. It was Kenny Lindsman. Kenny Lindsman, yeah, he was the guy that went went to court and they couldn't stop him. At, at, uh, yeah, because they dra- it used to be. I think it was twenty, wasn't it? They used to. Yeah, draft it used them to, at? and and I still think it should be twenty. And then Kenny Linsman went to court and said that you shouldn't be able to do that, and he won. So then they had to move it to eighteen, which means the OHL has to get kids in there at sixteen. Yeah, I think which is too young too. Yeah, I think it's all too young. I, I remember I went away at sixteen. I can when I was coming home at Christmas. I remember on the train coming into Kingston. I was so nervous. And there was Dudgeon, there was Dudgeon, and, and Dad and, and Mom met me at the station. I'll never forget that. I remember Dudgeon, uh, he was just a pup then. I, I bought him when he was a pup, when I went away, and then when I come back, he was full-grown boy. It's even getting now where they're getting 15-year-olds playing yeah. the WHL and the, and the CHL. And I, I, it's just, it's, it's too bad because... You talk to all the GMs in the CHL. They don't want to draft kids 15, 16 years old. So. I would think so. And you could, I bet you you go to the OH, uh, the GMs. They would like to draft kids in their 20s. They, they would like to draft guys in their 20 years old, just like baseball and everybody else. And, and, and I don't know why hockey has to start so young. So, Dad, they were talking about this last night, that uh, the Nashville Predators had told the players that they were going to go to the U2 concert in Las Vegas, which is a hot ticket. And And the staff, too, of the team. And the staff. And what happened was they had uh, two games at home, and then they went to St. Louis, and they had a few days off. And normally they would have gone back to Nashville, but they said they're going to go to Vegas and go see the show. And, you know, they're in the middle of a playoff race, and they got hammered twice at home, and the coach (sighs) said, no more. And I was really surprised. I asked both of you, well, what would you do? You uh, were opposite. A promise and- is a promise. I, I still go on that. And uh, and you know what? They would have felt guilty going to, to the practice, uh, going to the concert or You whatever. think the team really would have felt guilty? Yeah. They, how would I say it? Uh, guilty going to the thing after they're playing such a lousy games. Yeah. I, I, I agree with not not going. What, you you agree with not going? Yeah. It feels the same way with the Blue Jackets GM getting fired, right? And then one of the reasons he got fired was because they're not winning. And one of the reasons they're not winning was because Johnny Goudreau has seven goals at $9.5 million a year. You know, he got 40 goals in in Calgary his his last year of his contract. Now he's got seven. 
And, you know, like, I just think there's no repercussions to it. Are things. you saying that the people go to Columbus to retire? Yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> I said that. They go to they go to Columbus to retire. Yeah. Did you ever do a detour to Vegas or anywhere with the Bruins? I did that one time. And, you know, it was Harry that uh, made the suggestion. We stop off at the... Well, we, we, were, we were on a big windy shrink. And... And uh, you know, I got a funny story to tell you. We had all the equipment bought, bought out in front of the hotel and going to load the buses. And it's got a fro- frosty forestall was, uh, and, and it's nothing like laying down on a, on a wet equipment and you just kind of mold into it. So he, he was sleeping there and he was fast asleep waiting for the bus. And he come out and he saw, he saw this guy grabbing the, grabbing the bags and throwing them in. And, and he thought it was somebody was stealing the, the equipment. <laughs> he grabbed the guy. Oh. So did you, like, did you say to the guys, okay, we're in L.A. because you played L.A. Did you say, if we win, we're going to go to Vegas? No. I, I didn't know until after. Man. I didn't know. I was, so you wouldn't I, I use didn't, it? I didn't. I, would, I was not too happy about going to Vegas. I, I would. I would <laughs> yeah, there, that, that could have turned ugly pretty quick. It could have got ugly very bad. Boy, I'll tell you, I, I was not too happy when, I, when he. So the players just scatter once they hit Vegas? No, they were hung around and played. In the, the, well, Achievers must have liked that, right? Oh, Achievers. He sat at one end playing blackjack the whole time. The, I went along with it and let on I was happy, but I was not happy. Dan Cindy, we'd like to thank our sponsor, NorthStarBets.com. It's Canadian-owned and still one of the best places to play in Canada. They have everything you're looking for, slots, live dealer tables, sports books with built-in sports betting insight. And, Dad, you picked Washington. You're on a real roll. I think you've got about five in a row. Well, I... I I uh, I, I kind of know what was going on. Yeah, but we were you're sweating it out yesterday. You picked Washington over Montreal. I got a little <laughs> hairy there at the end, but yeah. so and uh, listeners who already have an account with Spreads.ca, which was the original name, they don't have to do anything. Just I would sign in with to NorthStarBets.com. They have exclusive offer for our listeners. If you sign up and deposit with the promo cherry, NorthStarBets.com will match your first bet up to a hundred bucks, and you get a hundred bonus spins. On the big wheel, this is a limited time offers by Quantity Lasted, and it's not available in Ontario. And so the whole big thing that betting was uh, the Super Bowl. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Yeah, I watched, I watched the whole thing, and I ke- they kept going to that uh, girl. What was her name? Taylor, uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor <laughs> is that Swift. who you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember, did you remember you had to, I, I very rarely have asked you for things, but my daughter Grace, when she was maybe about 11 or 12, wanted to go to a Taylor Swift concert. And you called Tom and Zombie of the Maple Leaf Sports oh, yeah. and Entertainment. He says, <laughs> Taylor Swift. Yeah, there was, I, I, I thought it was just a. You didn't know who she was. I you didn't know who you. she was, and I still don't know who she was. But I, he says, Taylor Swift. He says, Do you know what that means? I said, Come on, Tom. You can get six tickets. Well, how many tickets was there? Uh, you got uh, four. Four. Four tickets. He got he, and Tom, and Tom and Tommy boy. He was he was a great guy. Right. He was the guy that you know, Cindy. He was the guy that got the Rose Cherry home oh, started. Without a doubt, he was. Yeah, we yeah. were we were nowhere where, with until I I was panicking two years into it. Remember, we had, I, hole, we had a hole in the ground. Remember? Yeah, we we're like you know three hundred fifty thousand dollars in the hole with money. You know, a lot of blueprints and everything with no building. Yeah, and and, and uh, all the construction and PCL 
was the yeah he got he got PCL involved because they were the builders of the ACC and he was associated with them. Well, he was the guy that built the yeah, Air King. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tom and yeah. Because yeah. I remember, I remember you said you know because you helped them out and they were you went oh, down there a couple of times. Out, yeah. And he said anything you want done, anything you want, and then you called him up and he, says, he goes, he said, Tom, I want you to, I need you to get you something. And he said, Oh, what is it, Don? And he used four Taylor Swift tickets. He said there was dead silence for a couple <laughs> seconds. Taylor's. <laughs> picking your seats out oh that was a long that's a long story he said would you come out and help us out they were having trouble with the unions or something down there yeah it was kind of behind schedule and 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 all that and it wasn't they were getting some bad press they were getting bad press anyhow and he said would you come out and help us out and i said okay i come down i remember it was raining and i had a late i had a late brown suit on i remember it and i got rubber boots and oh it was just mud and so I went and I had, I used to get headaches back in those days, and I had an awful headache. So I went up and I did the whole thing, you know, and sat in the thing and, and everything like that. And when I went to go in the car, he said, Don, I hate to tell you this. He says, we, we have to go up and do it again. I said, do it again? And I had to put on the mud and boots and go up. And then, then, then we got, he says, what tickets do you want? So I picked, I said, this is the tickets right here. I phoned his office. I don't know why I phoned his office, but I phoned his office, and I could just tell by the secretary there was something wrong. And I said, uh, anything, everything all, everything all set? Uh, and he says, and as soon as he did that, I knew, as soon as there was a little pause there, I knew there was something wrong. What happened was, in 1932, when he first built the, when Con Smythe first built the, the, the Toronto Maple Leaf Gardens, these people had the seats right from the right from the very start. They were one of the first <laughs> of all. And he said, "You picked the, the six the ex- tickets. <laughs> no, it was four tickets. Six. Was it six? Anyhow, the exact had, same exact same seats as these yeah, people who are the original and, season seat and, holders. And the, and they and was the exact same thing. Eighteen thousand chairs in and, that and, thing, and, and, and I pick, had to pick. I had to pick the. the, the you didn't let him off the hook, though. Did no, you? no, he, he gave them to me. Maybe he didn't. Now that I think of it, anyhow, we did. We switched around. No, he did give them to me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I went. To, he they went. He got the same tickets at the far end. At the far end, the same thing. Yeah, at the opposite side of the ring. So everybody was happy. Okay, Dad, uh, Dad, this is from Hockey Dad 65 It's from Twitter. And he says, hey, Grapes, my son is 12 years old and plays double-A hockey, and he's pretty good. He likes the team he is on because he is playing with a lot of his friends, but he has aspirations of either going to the WHL or college, but he wants to stay on the team because of his friends. Do you think he needs to play Triple A to realize his dream? Yes, he has to play Triple A for the scouts to notice him because that's the only that's the, that's all he go to is the Triple A. And uh, yes, I really believe that he has to play Triple A. Now, when he gets older, then he can fool around a little. But to get noticed, he's got to play Triple A. Well, what age is that then? Does he have? Well, Triple I would say you got to start playing Triple A when you're around. I would say 13, 12, 13, 12, 12, 12 13, 13 years old. Because the guys are, the CHL scouts are kind of looking at those kids. But, but I'll tell you, like, even now, it's crazy that there are scout, there are agents looking at kids yeah. that are 14 years old. Yeah, we'll go into that someday. But anyhow, 
12 or 13, I have, he does have to play AAA, yeah. but because, he get noticed. Because it's always those things of you want to see him against the best kids. Like if he's scoring lights out in AA, the first thing the scouts are going to say is, well, what AA. would he be like in AA or in AAA, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because when we were, when we were scouting and we were watching in the GTHL, we were watching AAA, we would even do that with kids on teams. Yeah. Like we watch a team like the Marlies and the kid be getting a lot of goal with the Marlies, which is a really strong team. And we'd go, well, put him with Don, like put him with, you know, Markham, not knocking Markham, but put him with Markham and what would he do? Yeah. And then you get a kid with Markham who was pretty good. Yeah. And he didn't have a lot of goals. And you say, well, put him with the Marlies. What would he be doing? Yeah. So, you so know. So you do, you do have to play AAA uh, to get noticed. There's no doubt about that. So, Dad, we're going to wrap it up. And uh, as I said, you and Cindy were over watching the game. We were watching Washington and Montreal. And you noticed one thing at the end of the game when it was one goal difference and they had a power play. And and, and Martin St. Louis, he was down there, right? <laughs> he was telling the guys what to do. And I, I, for the life of me, I can't understand. They got a first, you know. The head a, coach. Yeah, head coach. Uh, first coach, I call a head coach. And they... Uh, they have the guy down there that that so the head, the, coach coach. Is, the, the head coach is standing there looking over the shoulder <laughs> of, the, of the guy. Does it not look like when uh, I for me, Cindy, if you're watching that, that an assistant coach, if he's doing that, is like almost he's almost taken over for the head coach. Yeah, he's heading. Yeah, for he's his telling job. the guy the, the he's got a minute minute and a half left. He's they're t- he's telling the guys how to how to score the goal. And do you think the head coach wouldn't know how to do that? Do you think they practice that? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, just put the Yeah, team. there's like they pull their goalie. The only reason I think St. Louis did that was because uh, they pulled their goalie. So they were, it was, it was uh, six on five and then they got a power play. Yeah. So six, so they don't practice that too much. No, six on that's three. true. That's so I think that's why he was down there. But he, he, he was doing it, not the assistant coaches. And I still say it should be the head coach down there telling them what to do and uh, with a minute and a half to go. So, Dad, this was on, I found this on Facebook, and it was an article on USA Today, and it was posted by a Facebook group called Bunch of Jerks. And it's the Carolina Hurricanes five years ago in 2019. Now, I would have bet it was longer, but five years ago, you called them a bunch of jerks, and they've kind of embraced the name well, ever since. They, they got clubs going and, and everything down there, don't they? Yeah, as they say, they're like the fan base. Uh, they didn't take it as, a, as an, an insult. Took well, it I, I think that's the difference between a Canadian and American. And the, the Canadians would have been insulted, Canadian yeah. people, if you had said they were a bunch of jerks. And Americans, they ran with it. They said, whoa, what a good marketing technique, right? Yeah. And holy smokes, they embraced it. And well, you said it on a Saturday and Sunday, their marketing people contacted a T-shirt company, made what something like five thousand T-shirts, started selling them on. Didn't even month. give me one. Yeah, they didn't give you one, and sold them all out. Five thousand T-shirts by Monday or Tuesday. And they got a club going down there and everything. Yeah, no, that's that's their whole thing. And they, I think, what they tried to do was they they tried to do something else, like calling creating chaos or chaos creators or something like that. But the fans didn't like it. They like being called a bunch of jerks. <laughs> Figure that one out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they have a Facebook, like I said, they had a Facebook page called Bunch of Jerks. They say it grows 12% every year. And, uh, you know, people. And they still haven't given me a shirt. 